0: Juice. Hi everybody, today's episode of The Read is brought to you by Tristan Walker and our very good friends over at Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. So make sure you step up your shave game like Kid Fury and my brother and so many other guys have by going to getbevel.com today and using code THE READ. To get 20% off your first month, that's getbeve com And use promo code THE READ to get 20% off your very first month It's time to shave smarter and sexier with Bevel and the Reed And now, let's get the show started
1: I gave an Oreo to Meek Millwood His real feeling show Would he know his career is dead? Or would that nigga write another diss track? is dead. I mean is he really ready to get that ass red again and again <laughs> bitch Drake is the fucking best that nigga showed his fucking ass and the of your face and he brought him niggas out and you showed him out and I don't know
0: what the fuck how did you do that I'm drunk um make me to hire
1: you <sighs> all right so i'm um countess miller <laughs> and i am jada pinkett smith and this is the reason. that was
0: very rambunctious of you
1: i don't know what came over me
0: what was that Did you just freestyle that jesus
1: <laughs> yeah but you know what i've had the oreo song stuck in my head shout out to Al city that motherfucker has got to be paid
0: <laughs> be. there's
1: like 300 versions of that Oreo yeah, song. yeah i've
0: heard it a million times i love it never anyway. quite like that though Amazing. <laughs> okay. Only
1: well, you. You know, just trying to get carve up my slice of America. <laughs> okay. Fuck it up then. Um. So, uh, hey, this week on. <laughs> you okay. This week on uh, for Black Excellence. I just want to shout out um, a young king and titan by the name of Caesar Sant or Sant. And I think he's freshly seven years old. And there have been a lot of stories of well, a couple of stories of him in the news over the past few years, because he's like a violin king, mm-hmm. like a prodigy. And he's been like obsessed with music ever since he was two years old and been slaying the the violin at like three, four years old and things like that. And Unfortunately, he's suffering from sickle cell anemia, which has kind of prevented Mm -hmm. him from, you know, playing the way that he would like to. And I watched this, like, dreadful video on (laughs) National Geographic of him, like, crying. It was really, really, really sad. But at the same time, I urge all of you to look him up. That's Caesar S-A-N-T is his last name. And I think that his his parents, who are from Brazil.
0: Mm, Okay
1: have, like, um, there's, like, a GoFundMe on the, uh, his page, and I think they're trying to petition to get him on um, the Ellen show, and this seems perfect for Ellen, girl. Yeah, right
0: up her alley. Come so, on, Ellen.
1: Yeah, look him up. He's so adorable and extremely, extremely talented and mm. kind of got me in my feelings, which is why I went to go get a shot. Okay. <laughs> I knew that so, I had to go, so you know, really and tell it. jokes. Yeah, I just decided to run downstairs and have a uh, conversation with this You know, very handsome white man at the. Thank God it's Fridays across the street.
0: I can't believe you went to a Fridays. (laughs) Me neither. You always act like it would just be the worst thing in the world. And it
1: looked like summer jam in there.
0: (laughs) So you must have really wanted that day, even way
1: down here. (laughs) So all right, and that goes to show you, like Fridays. Um. So I hate you. (laughs) This week, and um, chicken, chicken, get your chicken here. Um, really? Oh, so much to talk about.
0: Duel, do you want to start with your fave Meek Mill? I mean, since you kind of opened the show, we're talking about his ass anyway. No. We're no? going to
1: save that. Okay. I'm going to build up to it.
0: All right.
1: First things first, Miss Piggy and Kermit have split up.
0: What the fuck?
1: And apparently, <laughs> you know, the internet is devastated.
0: People will, y'all will not be in your feelings about this, okay? They are puppets. There's nothing to be emotional it's not, about.
1: <laughs> It's, just, it's not are that you feel, simple. I was
0: going to say, are you feeling away? Oh, God, you are.
1: It's really not that simple. <laughs> are you feeling simple. away about this? They can't just not be together. They
0: were never together. They are felt. They they don't have personalities. And
1: see, this is why Pixar made Inside Out. <laughs> it's for people like you that just shit on the dreams of the what? earth and destroy our imaginations. Really. This they're is in the four agreements. Dist- it's I'm not 14. trying to destroy
0: anybody's imagination, but no,
1: honestly, you know, ABC has this new Muppets show coming out um, yeah. in the fall, and I already saw the trailer for it, and in the tra- it looks hilarious. It looks kind of like it's supposed to be geared for an older audience. Oh, really? So okay, in it, Kermit has like a new girlfriend who's hideous. And oh, then, okay. And they have to like, yeah. So it's, it's like promo this, for it's, the movie, right? It's promo for it. this okay. new no show. This new show that's. I coming
0: thought out. this was just out of nowhere here to fuck with some people's childhood <laughs> dreams.
1: Like, I guess a lot of <laughs> people don't. Maybe they don't know about the show yet or haven't seen it. Boy, well, that's I read a good it, way to like, get Oh, okay, that makes sense. And it's really cute. It's a cute way to. Promo the show too, like make it a real press. Whatever, I don't know what the fuck. I'm I mean, about. yeah, clearly because people, some people were truly in their feelings about. Oh it. no, there's like a list of celebrities that we're talking about. Oh my goodness, I, I, I hope this isn't true. Like, <laughs> my God, I can't. I don't know how I'm gonna wake up in the morning and have you know a, a fresh cup of of vitamin C. I don't know. <laughs> no, you'll find a way to move past it. But um, I'll tell you who's not splitting up. Will and Jada. I
0: thought you were going to talk about Gwen Stefani because she is getting a divorce I
1: I from anything. her
0: husband. Right, but no, wrong show. Oh,
1: well. I mean, you know, I love Gwen. I yeah. love me some Gwen.
0: But this Gavin, what's his name? Rossdale.
1: Sure. Okay. I mean, you know, Gwen, I've got your back and I'm all the way here for you if you need me to be sweetheart. Um, but yeah, I'm focusing on Will and Jada. That was the rumor that had i was very jarred i was very and you know they've had it comes all of these out rumors. like every yeah. eight
0: months though that they are breaking up i
1: was gonna say that it's kind of like you know like a comet or right. something that just happens every however long um but again these rumors keep coming up and i saw them again recently they're saying they're trying to come up with some secret settlement and how they're going to Oh God! deal with everything and they just hate each other's guts and Jada's so sick of that nigga playing Independence Day or <laughs> I don't know what, just whatever
0: something about him cheating which you would think cheating would be the last thing y'all would still throw in there after all these years like y'all have come with all these allegations about Nick and Nick Jesus Will and Jada Oof. being swingers and You know, they fucking other men and she fucks up. Like, listen, whether it's true or not, the fact is, like, y'all keep throwing the same tired ass shit out and they finally got enough of it. No, the
1: fact is it's none of my black business. But However. (laughs) They are one of those couples that I just really would be, like, super sad if they were no longer together. Like, Will and Jada, Beyonce, Jay-Z like oprah and gail they're just group. Right. They're, right they're duos yeah, that have here. to be together forever or you know what i'm saying
0: like <laughs> right or something is wrong got, with the universe yeah absolutely
1: if they're having trouble in paradise bitch you better lie to me for life that's all i'm saying <laughs> place me in the infinite sukiyomi whatever the fuck you gotta do and just make sure that I'm always lied to. Because I don't know if I can handle them not being together.
0: Do you remember when Jada told Oprah that if she and Will ever broke up, she would call Ellen? Like, this was it for her. Like, you remember that? When they first, I think maybe they had just gotten married. Or maybe they were just coming out about being together. But they were on Oprah together being so cute. And Jada was like, I'll straight up eat some pussy if I have to. Like, I'm not going through with no niggas no more. This is the last one for me. So and
1: I see it. <laughs> Will Smith went on Facebook and said, under normal circumstances, I don't usually respond to foolishness because it's contagious. Well, But so many people have extended me their deepest condolences that I figured, what the hell, I can be foolish too. He said, I'm not getting a divorce. I promise you all, if I ever decide to divorce my queen, I swear I'll tell you myself. And then he said, dumb people should, he said, hashtag, dumb people should have to wear scarlet D's. But, each word had a space in between it <laughs> so the only word that was hashtagged was "done," D- which I thought was great because it's like oh Will Smith <laughs> is old now or right. older
0: no he is though because that's the old people thing old people do not know how to do hashtags and I don't blame them old people and people who are on Facebook and not on Twitter they don't know how to do hashtags they be putting periods in between them apostrophes. and shit I remember shit.
1: Will Smith being like the young trendsetter kid yeah like he and was like he the was cool like, one, like, one like the cooler
0: older cousin and now he's like oh my parents,
1: but hashtag, I
0: mean, you don't know how to hashtag now his
1: son is the one who's setting trends and oh yeah weird and it's stuff. true man and then
0: Jada jumped on Twitter
1: God only knows when I'm in my like 30s 40s what the internet's gonna be talking about and all these goddamn kids I
0: don't even think shit. I want to know what the internet is gonna be doing toddlers are gonna have
1: hovercrafts
0: it's gonna be crazy like Everything is going to go nuts. It's bad now. It's only going to get worse as like technology progresses.
1: Babies are going to have Louis Vuitton hover boards. Okay. And they're just going to be sliding up on me like old man get out of the way. Right.
0: Exactly. Like you do with that little crazy no hands uh, Segway thing you have, that thing that you move with your mind. The nigga wheel is
1: one of a kind. All right. It's terrifying. All right. you 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 move it with your thoughts. You don't move it with your thoughts. I can't
0: get it to work. You move it with your soul. Okay. Well, whatever you say.
1: Um... So, what else is up in here in this basket of... Jada countries? said
0: her king has spoken, and that was it.
1: Damn Skippy. She was just like... And really, the girls are just upset that they don't have a dead shot in their life. How great is it that, you know, they both work in D- DC comic book worlds and things like right. just, that? They're just, they're just so great.
0: I figured it was just another slow news day when that shit came out, honestly. They all got what something to I mean, Will and Jada.
1: Will and Jada are getting divorced. Beyonce's pregnant. And what's well, another super slow news day thing? <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Is oh,
0: girl. Oh, god. Did you see them pictures of somebody eating Miley Cyrus out on the toilet?
1: That was not Miley Cyrus.
0: W- it wasn't. No. Girl. Oh.
1: I, re- I. mean, I'm not saying that that couldn't have been. Oh, Miley Cyrus, somebody told
0: me it was. I Damn really it. don't believe that was Miley Cyrus. I gotta stop believing
1: everything I read. But see that the unfortunate part about what you're talking about is that it's believable.
0: Yeah. No. I 100. I just assumed just it like, was true. No. I Right. Like of you're course, Miley Cyrus will take a picture of somebody
1: giving her head hit. On top of a toilet. So then who the like a, fuck like a, was
0: in a to- Listen, white people. I know y'all are adventurous and y'all love to do no, crazy new bullshit. Wait. No, this is like a proven fact. White people do not have enough thrill in their everyday lives because shit is so safe and predictable for them. So they go out and do dumb shit to have fun. But like, girl, this is-
1: I can tell you without a shadow of my black doubt. That there have been plenty of niggas doing nasty shit. Giving like that, head over
0: an like, open toilet seat.
1: Oh, miss. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, okay. I just
1: don't understand y'all it's is what I'm I'll trying to, to say. Like, y'all just club. do things, you know, that, but, but whatever, you know. Absolutely like, not. I was, well, I was a wild and crazy kid. That's just unsensory. I've
0: never been that crazy. And just,
1: like, not necessary.
0: How many germs? So you're just going to put your them. mouth over with shit particles that are just floating in the air, and you're just going to open your mouth. And gobble up the shit particles and God knows what else over a toilet seat and some bitch's dirty pussy because I'm sure she didn't wash it out before she presented it. That's to how me. they discovered it. So mono. you just say what the fuck?
1: Somebody had to discover mono and like <laughs> you know oh. shingles or whatever. Oh my god, I can't. So um Where
0: were we? What were we talking about?
1: Oh, who knows. Right. Lenny Kravitz was performing at um, <laughs> Speaking uh, of genitals. One of these things.
0: One of these fests
1: and and unfortunately, you know, he got into it. Mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz is like, you know, the original Miguel in that he, you know, leather and tight pants and rock and light skin and guitar and sexuality is you know, ambiguous. Absolutely, and that's how I like it. Um. There was no, you know, there were no supports. There was no... uh, Draws. None of that. (laughs) Integrity pride. I'm kidding. I love Lady Kravitz. The point is, he was performing at this concert, and he, like, got down into this... Uh, hardcore little Kim squat.
0: Yes, his Nicki Minaj squat.
1: And that is, what don't do that. Sorry, you know that's yes, when God,
0: oh God, now the Kim stance. I know, I know, them. I know. Okay. Because <laughs> all they need is Wanna a Want with a be-
1: <laughs> So yeah, he, you know, dropped down and got his eagle on and that's when those leather pants said, whoop. And that dick
0: came rolling away.
1: I'm sure did. I never didn't roll that far. Well <laughs> But it was like, you know, it was present.
0: Like one of them them things that you blow into at birthday parties, them noisemaker things. It kinda just kinda uncurled itself like that and just kind of plopped right down like it's a yo yo. You know,
1: it 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 took place.
0: Yeah, it happened. And I heard some people criticizing it, which I mean, I guess I don't have enough personal experience, but
1: like, oh my gosh, Lenny Kravitz was just up on stage at bed getting ready to, you know, show everyone what he was about. And right, wouldn't it, it been
0: weirder if it was like hard and like stiff and everything? People we were like, "Why is it so small?" Like, you know, isn't it was it an supposed accident, to be girl? Like,
1: <laughs> dicks have moments when they're flaccid.
0: Right, it wasn't meant to be like a porno moment, girl. I don't think it was meant to What I you. was
1: confused about was it seemed like he was wearing a cock ring. Now I'm still confused about the purpose of those. Like, I think I know what they do. I've had this explained to me before, but was one of it was kind of like. Like, when someone is trying to explain, like, words to Fantasia or, like, appropriation to Iggy Azalea mm-mm, mm-mm. or, like, you know, so talking to seasoning a to white folks. <laughs> All right. Yes. It was just kind of like, mm, I don't get it. But... Apparently, he's just wearing one. Like, does he just walk around with cock rings under his leather? That, that doesn't like something surprise like Lenny me, Kravitz right?
0: Lenny Kravitz wears a cock ring. Of course he does. That would not shock me in any interview had I read that. I would have just kept right on going. Like, I think I think I assumed that about you in the first place, brother. But then if he had
1: a cock ring on, wouldn't it then? Shouldn't it have been erect? I don't know. Is that
0: what they do? It's not like a bracelet?
1: Is it meant to? So what I was... No, it's not, like, decorative. Oh. Well, some of them are. But then, I think the purpose of it, it's supposed to, like, keep all of the blood in your penis so that it stays hard. Okay. And then it's supposed to, like...
0: Uh, Maybe it kicks in. <laughs>
1: What the fuck it does. I don't either. I don't get it. I thought it was for all people, but apparently, like I, I thought don't it get was it. a
0: bracelet for your penis till just now. Just so, I'm the wrong one, obviously.
1: Alrighty. I mean,
0: I feel if you have something like that for genitals, why wouldn't you decorate? Ball jewelry. Like for Christmas, I would dress it up like a tree. What I would do so. Something- that could be so festive. I can't believe y'all don't do more with your genitals. Anyways, anyway, so the
1: point is we all saw Lenny Kravitz's dick and And that laughed was about fun. Yeah, and, yeah, he it thought was, it was you know, cute. A moment in life. Um,
0: was that a DM from Steven Tyler that he posted? I think because, it was like a text. Oh, a text.
1: Yeah, he texted him and said, no underwear and pierced. Fuck me, you never showed me that shit.
0: See, which just only goes to fuel <laughs> the rumors. And he clearly don't give a damn. I mean, who would you?
1: Lenny Kravitz, you He's know...
0: He's probably bisexual, like like truly can fuck men or women like easily, like with no qualms. And
1: you know, if that is the case, Lenny, shout out to you. <laughs> right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your business. Um so would you like to talk about some Chris Brown drama? <laughs> of course Chris Brown's got new drama.
0: I mean, <sighs> I thought Chris Brown was finally getting his shit together.
1: That's what we all think. After this robbery
0: by his friends, didn't he, like, kick them all out and change the locks and decide to get his life right?
1: You know, we have seasonal hope for Chris Brown. Like, every three months or so, we're just like, oh, yeah, Chris Brown is going to get it together now. This is the moment where Chris Brown is going to recognize that he has shit to lose and, like, responsibilities (laughs) and... You know, like a child and things. And then he's like, no, I'm going to set this 7-Eleven on fire <laughs> and run Carucci over with my Lamborghini
0: or whatever. What did he do now? Please tell me not something with that we well, He's baby. really,
1: really done. Okay. So rumor has it, or the report goes, that his baby's mother
0: oh. is
1: asking a judge for visitation, like to change the rights of visitation with the baby because she is uh, afraid that the baby's safety is at risk. What a valid concern. What a valid concern concern.
0: Because all you need is a short perusal at Chris Brown's social media presence to know that that's no environment for a child.
1: When I read that this child's mama was like, Judge, I would really like to have a a strong presence when he's with the baby because I feel like she's not safe. I was like, well... I
0: do too, girl. I glad somebody in,
1: <laughs> in a great position said it because... I'm glad
0: one of her parents seems to have just a little bit of sense because...
1: I almost followed Chris Brown back on Instagram just to see pictures of... Because I'm one of those weirdos that just love seeing celebrities, especially dads with their kids. And I'll be like, oh, I want to see all the pictures of the baby and stuff like that. But when I go to Chris Brown's page, a lot of the times, it's just adorable pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be times where it's like him and like... Fetty Wap's mixtape is playing (laughs) and it's like Eight hundred niggas in the kitchen, right? All doing like that's the problem. The pool palace into the Nene. It's never something like, like that makes Dougie. sense.
0: It's always a mul- this whole chorus of niggas for
1: what? Goddamn! And it's like white bitches and like <laughs> on the horizon <laughs> sniffing coat off of a cactus, and it's like, yeah, somebody should probably come. get And this royalty baby.
0: be looking around like, so nobody's and gonna she, be an adult and, and she take care of me.
1: So woke, she is.
0: She knows what the she fuck is going around, on. Like, (laughs) Like... is it 5
1: o'clock it's my mom outside because I'm ready to go
0: (laughs) these niggas is childish and I can't do it he loves loves the fuck out of that baby I'm sure he does does but she looks fed up like I'm sure they have a good time when it's just them she looks super
1: happy I mean when when it's odd shit like that going around she definitely does give like a northwest like I see right all through this shit and y'all niggas are weird (laughs) (laughs) royalty be in the living room like girl I wish y'all would go home like so shout it. out to
0: her mama for being like how about no like shout somebody needs to, to be not to her w-
1: goddamn mama
0: no to royalty's mama for being like somebody needs to be watching i mean
1: bitch well somebody needed to shit
0: well i
1: mean but and, without going through the corners, i am giving her hell? mama no damn shout outs or her boyfriend or her, her her legal husband any motherfucking shout outs just because she wanted the the pizza lunchables instead of the ham and cheese what? girl bye what? I don't know. Okay. The point is. <laughs> What's the
0: fuck?
1: That royalty is absolutely adorable. All and Chris, right. you have to take any pray love vacation. So let's talk about. How many shots shit. did you
0: have at.
1: You hushed your mouth.
0: Because you just and kind mind of. And your black
1: business. You That's just what kind of went off. <laughs> so.
0: Jesus God.
1: We talked a lot about, you know, uh, Aubrey versus Meek. Mm, that and, was fun. Um, Again, shout out to Aubrey for the the champagne.
0: And I thought that would be the end of it.
1: The champ acne. <sighs> and, right. Um, right. you know, that was great. I also thought that would be the end of it.
0: For the most part. I figured Meek would have a response. It would be whatever. And by now, we would all be talking about something else. But, oh, no. <laughs> oh,
1: so, no. So, I stand for Drake now. And this is the reason... <laughs> Okay. I live for shit like this, <laughs> like the petty, shady, shit. petty bullshit like this. When you are just like an outstanding all star <laughs> in, you know, uh, petty wars, mm-hmm. we can call them um it just really lights a fire in me that i can't deny Mm -hmm. for instance you know i was good at first i did not like rihanna at all like when she did the that second album and she went pop and left her like west i felt like she was leaving her west indian roots behind and i was like no fuck that we want to hear that pop music shit and then even like through girl gone bad which was sickening i was like that's cute or whatever but nah like how could she do that (laughs) bitch (laughs) But when she got a motherfucking Twitter account and showed the world that she's not the fucking one yeah. and that she will cuss your ass out and fight your mama, that's when I was like, okay, yes, I live for Rihanna.
0: Rihanna's personality brought me around to Rihanna's music. That's dead ass truth.
1: Legit. Yep. Um. So Drake is doing something similar, I think, now in that he's... um. I think he's just saying to the world, let this be <laughs> a lesson to each and every individual one of you rap bitches that have ever thought or will think to try me. Because I Woo. am nary the one. <laughs> um, This is just so... It's so
0: lopsided is the thing though. Like Drake is clearly winning this shit. It ain't no way.
1: And no one no one thought that he would lose. <laughs> But I don't think people thought that he would do all. This. Like I didn't think anybody knew he would just whoop Meek Mill's ass
0: like this. Like Drake is dominating this nigga.
1: And that's the motherfucking problem. And I said that shit already. That the girls thought that because Aubrey is beige and has you know like a melodic tone to his voice. Right, and then he got shot on the grassy, and he loves motherfucking A J. Number number. Y'all thought that you could just be swinging on my girl and doing whatever you want. And Aubrey said, not nope. me. Mm-mm. So, OVO Fest was this past um, weekend. When was it? Yeah, it Monday, was. Monday,
0: Sunday? Um, over the past, it was like that it was whole, a whole day. Yeah, ago. right. Whatever. But, um, in Toronto.
1: I don't even know that I knew that OVO Fest was coming up as the Meek Drake thing was going on. But someone sent a picture and was like, oh, OVO Fest is happening. And oh, Drake no. had on this free Meek Mill shirt. With Meek, with the old, whew, those Velcro dreads, <laughs> those Velcro braids, those Velcro braids oh, that he had back Drake. when he was freestyling and stuff. And the shade of that, I thought that that was what he was going to perform it. Yeah. It wasn't. Like he just wore that to rehearsal just because he Buck knew Matt. somebody
0: was going to take a picture. He knew. He knew somebody that was going to get out. Um.
1: So the thing about, can you just just describe the OVO Fest? <laughs> like his coming out and performing for the kids because I just really I just want to discuss the details and why Drake is uh, a legend <laughs> in the shade game
0: well all I've seen is clips on Instagram and like Tumblr but it looks like he just came out dressed like an updated Power Ranger <laughs> like he had leveled up on some energy stars or some shit
1: Lord Z Rita Revolta right. <laughs>
0: like This nigga came out like, I got some new shit to hit you, He Came out said,
1: with your powers combined. Get the fuck! I get transformed to the six god. That was his six god battle uniform. It this nigga flies, came nigga. out.
0: That nigga leveled up in the back He came out just like
1: Ra- Rashiki. Get the
0: fuck out of here. Yes, Drake. Absolutely. So. The come, slideshow, though. His PowerPoint presentation. He had some strippers in Dre the back.
1: That I really have to. Tip my Because it was like a slow build into me standing as it was going on. Because I realized the shade of it all. Yeah. And the shade of it all was that. That screen that slideshow that he had on the screen behind him Mm -hmm. it was made up of all of these embarrassing horrible memes of Meek Mill and it was very you know uh, reflective of things that Jay Z has done 50 Cent has done lots of rappers have done at big concerts and things like that Mm -hmm. before but the shade behind it was that he didn't have somebody photoshop nothing for him
0: no (laughs) <laughs> nobody stay created any
1: stay with me <laughs> oh, he didn't have anybody going to illustrator or crop video and build shit specifically for him oh no Drizzy had somebody cut out an iPad shaped box and put it up on a projector with all of your ignorant ass (laughs) nigga memes that you have made over the past week and some change and he had them shits playing what? Back to back. The gag of the situation ladies and gentlemen is that he didn't even need to build shit. He said I'm just going to perform the song that I did to bury you bitch and I'm going to show you everything that these niggas made look at your mangled career darling look at the effects that i've made right look at the global response (laughs) and reaction of the bars that i hit your girl you chase those dreams sweetness why don't you do that and this song came out three days ago and the whole
0: damn crowd knows every word the
1: the whole screen is that a
0: world tour or your girls they knew it they knew it drake just put the mic down and the whole audience they just went up. It nigga. was a
1: window into the little re- little reaction the world had of Meek Mill's slayage. Like it was like I don't even I'm not even going to give you anything. Like you realize that every single one of you that made those memes, you're Drake's ghostwriters for the night. <laughs> like, like that is the shade. Like he didn't yeah. even write any jokes. He said, "You want you want me to have a ghostwriter." Gus write these memes, bitch. Like, that's <laughs> what we're going to do. Look at everybody laughing at <laughs> you. And that'll be the joke now. But we didn't even talk about Meek Mills
0: because um, we knew it was going to come out as soon as we left the studio. And it came out like the very next morning. His uh, His response, I guess, to Drake, if you want to call it that. <laughs> he tried.
1: It's called Wanna Know um i think it's what is it a tupac beat or somebody no i don't know who oh, this is i don't Union i don't mafia. think so. I really
0: don't know. this is sad like and it was
1: like i first of all and i really thought that i mean there, i didn't think there was any way of me winning the battle there but i did think that he was going to come with something a little bit more like visceral
0: a diss actually like something that was intended to hurt his feelings or like bring some shame upon him because nothing. I was just listening to it like, who is moved by this? Who is affected?
1: I could barely understand what the fuck he was saying.
0: That is the number one issue. I needed the fucking rap genius. I needed some fucking lyric sheets, like some shit because what the fuck And then is this he had all of about? these
1: like interludes, all of these people talking and like he played the <laughs> reference track. But Quentin Miller already came forward and said like, look I don't know what the fuck that nigga's talking about like <laughs> sure Drake invited me out to the club we popped bottles we went to the studio you know and I did some little verse or whatever and he was like that shit is hot my nigga would you like some some uh, macaroons and we just kicked <laughs> it. and I respect the fuck out that nigga and I don't know what like even if Quentin Miller did really ghostwrite everything for Drake ever clearly he's not trying to fuck up his track for right. nobody's meat meal so it's like I don't even have like playing the reference track is pointless at this point because Quentin Miller ain't got a dog for you in his fight
0: Right. right. So, I So, mean, because honestly, Meek Mill, don't you think Drake can afford to pay a ghostwriter who has to sign an NDA and won't snitch on being a ghostwriter? Like, if it's that fucking serious, don't you think that nigga's under contracts and is paid to the point where he would never acknowledge your shit? Look
1: at how deeply Child. he thought out this whole Not entire all. annihilation of... Of this rapper. Like, the whole thing. From the first disc record. Drake has been plotting this. To the second disc record. And the actual sending of of champagne to Charlamagne. And the nigga apparently has a third disc record. And this whole performance. Like, he was like... The thing about it. And I'm trying... I've I've said this. And I'm trying to convince y'all. He's got this beard now. Okay. And pectoral muscles. You think it's the beard? And he's trying to explain to the world that he is out here and you better not fuck with Drizzy. Yeah. And that's the point that he's trying to make. Meek responded at a, another one of his girlfriend's concerts. I was
0: going to say when he was on stage <laughs> before Nicki came out.
1: Um, And he said something about uh, giving all of them wedgies.
0: Yeah. When I see them niggas, I'm going to give them niggas wedgies.
1: And, um... Everybody catching bullet holes, even niggas in OVO or something like that. All right. Wayne, don't fuck with you. Sonny, don't fuck with you. Tiger, don't fuck with you. Uh. Um, Tiger, not fucking with you would be like, that's like a goal for me. right? You know?
0: Um like, why don't you let me know, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Put part. all of that
1: in song, though, Meek. And you know, the crazy thing about it is like before the festival, I was saying Meek has got to put out another diss record. Not that it's going to help him, but at least to make up for the first one Mm-mm. because wow i feel like at this point the only thing that he's is probably on his mind is to try and shoot this nigga and i really 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 <laughs> and that does not need to happen yeah just calm down
0: just keep it all on the internet go back or go back in the studio and continue to make some music why don't you just go out there oh no, and that's put out over. some more hot ass Mm-mm, no that's, I don't think it. there's any point in Meek Mill trying to engage Drake other than on like a professional level like I feel like you just need to try to do your very best with this music shit because trying to beat him in this back and forth it's not going to work you're not yeah, going head to head with Drake you're not going
1: to beat Drake and Drake has everybody Drake did that whole entire thing and then brought out Future and Kanye West and like Mary Magdalene and all these bitches came out and was all twerking right. on stage right. and it's like he just has the whole like all all of the, be- he has every one of the pieces on this dress board. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's and just- Meek is just
0: working with nothing. This is why you have to say no to man-made drugs.
1: But you know what? Again, unfortunately, Meek started this. I don't understand. <sighs> right. That's, and the, that's it. I'm still curious as to what was even. uh
0: why? why would you? And I feel like this happened back. Did we talk about this last week? I don't remember. I was kind of drunk. But, like, how back in March, Drake donated $75,000 to Meek Mills High School, like, so they could have a recording studio or something, like, some music studio or something. I feel like this happened, like, way back then. Meek started, like, feeling in some type of way about Drake's verse on his album and all this other shit and started talking about Drake having a ghostwriter and Drake sent that nigga sent that check like let me go ahead and warn you right now like i could send this seventy-five thousand dollars, like it's absolutely the fuck nothing and if i was you i would not try me i feel like drake knew then to get ready
1: just because why mean...
0: else does he have all this music
1: but back in march that well, I, I, think,
0: I think that's when it started i really do i think that's when the bad blood and the hurt feelings started coming up i really Ugh, do you
1: just made me think of a white girl i didn't want to think
0: of okay
1: um, You have to just, you have Why? to keep in mind that hip hop is, hip hop is an egotistical sport. And it's just very, it's very much driven by I'm the best and no one is better than me. And I write all of my music and I fuck most bitches. And, you know, my watch will blind you. And so I feel like, A, Meek is with Nikki. Or was. They can keep hugging on stage if they want to. I know as soon as that last date. And Nikki
0: is just going on like absolutely the fuck nothing has
1: transpired. Nicholas Minaj. (laughs) Is smart about her motherfucking money, and she's a businesswoman, and she knows Woo. what the fuck to do, and she doesn't even have. She's probably every. She goes out there and says, "Boom, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, All right, North Carolina, this is so great. Thank you so much. Lights go down. <laughs> what the." F- Fuck. <laughs> Every goddamn did I have to deal with this bullshit, and you going after the motherfucker. Like, I feel like, you know, when it's time yeah, she's fed for work, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is gonna give you those motherfucking dimples, but she's chopping necks <laughs> to right. bits okay. backstage, and that's because that's how the fuck you do it. And niggas wanna be out here. Causing drama and doing all this shit on Twitter, she's get it. She anyway, is disposing she of that. She Instagramming her fans su- like, "Ain't none of this shit happening." Because she has work to do, and she's not gonna let none of these egotistical ass niggas get in the way of it. Right. So, shout out to Nikki because I know she's. If dope. she don't know how
0: to do shit else, she know how to stay on time. Hello, and so, I respect it. Work out then.
1: As if things weren't bad enough for Meek though, he's apparently getting sued. Girl, for what? Nothing being that he even trash has to do with this. Oh, apparently. He threw like a party. Um, I don't know if it was for his album or what. I fucking lost the tab, but either way, okay. He threw a party not too long ago in like somebody's Airbnb, and left it a mess. Um, apparently he agreed to not have. Are they, the people who own the place specifically said they didn't want any parties. And he said, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, and then tried to be house party about it and have everybody and their mama come through.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So now there's a lawsuit against Meek Mill.
0: Why are you renting houses to have parties? Who are you? For what? Okay. So we don't know. That's a file I found.
1: But apparently Justin Bieber, Khloe Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown, and French Montana's names are also involved in this lawsuit. Because they want uh, damages and things of that nature to be taken care so of. So all those people were
0: care. also at the party. That must be it.
1: Yeah, all of these people were invited to the party. So not only did you agree to have no more than six people in the house or whatever and not have a party, you decided to have a jam and all of Hollywood would show
0: up. <laughs> so when these people saw pictures of their house on like TMZ and was like, what the fuck? Like, Because that's... Oh my god.
1: Meek, this is just... I'm guessing the people came back, the homes in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, and it was trashed, or I don't know. This is just what I'm reading here. Um, and they say that Meek was refusing to negotiate payments for the damages, so now we trying to his ass. So, I mean, but again, I don't believe... Mm, I believe that but you you never know (laughs) how true these stories are see
0: I don't understand why you negotiating about paying damages but then you on Instagram counting money talking about oh it's a milli oh I messed up oh let me start over nigga are you that fucking rich you getting sued right now for non-payment of fucking bills so clearly you don't have enough money to be flexing on the gram about it you need to log the fuck off and focus on the fact that this light skinned singing ass nigga pay Kelly
1: (laughs) Osbourne to go and clean their toilets since she does it herself oh my god somebody's got to are we talking not about her. To, I'm not talking about her.
0: <laughs> She's not my read, but I oh, okay. Maybe well, she then I
1: guess we're just not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: well, all right.
1: Also, um <laughs> interestingly enough, from this meat Mill and Drake thing, I guess part of meat Mill's diss he mentioned uh, Ja Rule and 50 Cent's beef.
0: Oh, is that somewhere? I didn't hear all the words in English. So I
1: heard again, maybe I two of them. Um, and those two words were wanna and no okay um but yes they were uh, mentioned in this disc record and i guess now it has reignited the ja rule 50 cent beat
0: ja rule is still alive
1: (laughs) not only is ja rule alive ja rule is alive and working on a docuseries with mtv
0: oh my god about what
1: god only true knows. life
0: 50 cent ruined my career what
1: it's like the backup dance for jennifer lopez in the early 2000s i don't know but 50
0: cent really did clown ja rule for singing and then started singing like on his very next track like that truly did happen and i don't know why everybody tried to get ja rule out the paint like that but 50 cent turned around and did that exact same shit what's that song that girl you seen the love me now you know what it's called. Yeah. And Candy Shop with I mean, Kim. He started singing yeah. right after he clapped. Candy r-
1: Shop was Olivia. Oh. Damn. Kim
0: is that's not Kim on this song.
1: Oof. You're thinking of yes, Magic Yes, no. Stick. Oh,
0: I'm thinking of Magic Stick. You're right. Damn. Damn. Okay, sorry. Fuck. Oh god. She the little Kim stands are all over my ass yeah. now. Fuck it. Fuck it. Anyway.
1: So Ja Rule said something about like which one is, which one is which. I guess asking, like, would he have been Drake and 50 would be meek or vice? I don't know what the fuck.
0: Well, which one do you think you are, nigga? Which one of you ended up with a career? That was dumb.
1: The gag actually, listen, if you think about it, 50 was more so meek because 50, Ja Rule, from what I remember was out here doing his holla, holla. Yeah, everybody that got brockai this hollow. <laughs> and then he started you singing Rainy Days with Mary J. Blige and like singing for Cher oh, and Jennifer Lopez and whoever else. But then here comes this big buff ass motherfucking <laughs> four-wheeler shaped nigga from Queens who's huge and rapping about gangster shit and said that Ja Rule was a wangster and a bitch nigga and he was like he <laughs> 50 Cent came clean out of nowhere and came for Ja Rule's neck and absolutely got him. But out he of he feet. had already had a mainstream hit when he came for Ja Rule. Barely. Meek Mill has won. not. White
0: people do not know who the fuck. Black people, a whole lot of black people don't even know who Meek Mill is. That but nigga, Ja
1: Rule was absolutely the bigger star when 50 Cent was coming for Yeah, dead.
0: he was the bigger then star, 50 but 50 destroyed had, him. 50 had a lot more social power than fucking Meek Mill does now. Not saying it was like the two of them were equal or no shit but i guess
1: he was absolutely the meek mill that ended up turning into the drake in that situation but either way nigga i'm no longer in homeroom i don't fucking have algebra anymore like we're y'all really trying to bring up this beef again <laughs>
0: and didn't he post a video of himself laughing and when the meek mill response came out him and little kim both did actually yeah, 50 cent and kim both Posted like reaction gifts or something of like laughing, like, oh my God. See, y'all just making it worse. I kind of wanted to stop just because I don't want this to get into no dumb nigga shit where people start taking shit and all. See, that's why I don't, that's why I wanted to just kind of be like, all right, Drake, just, you know, you don't have to keep
1: kicking But that's what I'm saying. You girls think that this shit is a fucking game. It's a sham. Drake has his beard, Drake has his biceps,
0: and Drake has probably. Because you already said you were a Drake stand, so don't look at me like I made that up.
1: Man, though?
0: Oh, that's not your man? Because you normally you ready to argue with me over Drake and Frank Ocean and everybody the fuck else.
1: Frank Ocean is a different conversation. A different conversation Michael that Bay you will Jordan still lose. Is also a different Another conversation. one that you will also lose. I simply said that Drake lights something in me <laughs> that a lot of you hoes don't want to admit. And the beer doesn't change it.
0: What is it that he's lightening you? That, Mind yeah. your black okay, business, Okay, yeah, you know bitch. what? Do, what actually, you don't do. answer that. The point I is... I don't think I need to know.
1: That Drake is probably ready for one of these motherfuckers to run up on him I so that he can pull out his so. Kamehameha's his Rasengan's and all of the Taijutsu and come for that motherfucking neck oh lord oh lord gonna have your eye socket on tilt while okay. you think that you can whoop his ass again well let's because it see Puffy swung on that ass and that was the day that he went to Jennifer Lopez enough <laughs> about it and said it's gonna be the last time one of you bitches put your hands on me so what I'm gonna do now is ride better than you and I'm also going to hit all of your pressure points well. so come for that ass if you think you can.
0: Yeah. Just don't try Drake. That's the whole moral of the story. Just leave it the fuck alone. Stay in your lane. Don't worry about so what the fuck finales. everybody else is doing. What?
1: Bobby Christina's funeral. Oh, no. Was oh, a few no. days ago. And I just want to say.
0: I know it was some. I know it was some raggedy shit. I know they did her wrong.
1: The family. A large number of you. Pat Leola whoever you should be so ashamed of yourselves Mm-mm. and the the behavior that y'all were displaying at this funeral they say that Leola Brown had come out talking about everything was good until Pat started speaking and she's going to hell And this isn't over. And, before, like, apparently when I left the funeral for a smoke break to go in and talk shit about Pat and then go back in. Like, you all knew how close this girl was to her mom. Mm -hmm. Her mom passes in an absolute tragedy. And here y'all still have been keeping up all of this mess and why would you no feel the need learned. not that I doubt that there's something wrong with Patton that she's evil But why would you feel the need to leave the damn funeral and go talk to reporters and tell them all of this shit about her and how you feel like she did it or whatever? Like, this is exactly the reason why that little girl was suffering. And I'm praying now that she is at peace. But you motherfuckers should be absolutely fucking ashamed of yourselves and the conduct that you displayed at this damn funeral.
0: And you know, it all boils down to money. All of it boils down to money and assets and who gets what and who's entitled to what and who loved Bobby Chris the most and who this, this, this. Like, it's just nothing but a bunch of petty niggas shit arguing over money and giving more of a fuck about what's left behind instead of the person that you lost. I can't stand when niggas act like that.
1: Well, that's um, this week (laughs) and um, 31 Flavors. So
0: so you really are going to switch it up every time. I guess whatever. All right. So let's take a break and we'll be right back.
1: Crunching and munching. That's how I feel about snacks. And I love them. So what you should do is love them too over at Nature Box. You can choose from over 100 healthy and crave-worthy options to be delivered right to your door. With zero artificial flavors or colors or sweeteners or zero grams trans fats or high fructose corn syrups, or K. Michelles, or Carrie Hilsons, And best of all, they taste so good. Yes, they do. And you can have them delivered
0: straight to the home or office, wherever you'd like. You can get something like the mini Belgian waffles or the strawberry lemonade fruit stars or the sweet and salty nut medley. <laughs> We love nut medleys. Who doesn't? (laughs) Make sure you go to naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D to get a free trial of their favorite snacks. You can choose the selection that works best for you and your family. You can be surprised every month or pick out your own snacks. The opportunities and the options are endless. So again, naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D to start your free trial today. We know you're going to love it and the nuts. And now let's get back to the
1: show. So it's time now for Listener Letters.
0: It is. You can send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. And we have an update today from the live show. Do you remember during the the New York show and this girl said that her cousin had fucked her cuddy buddy? <laughs> Yes, Yes. okay. So she emailed us and said, remember because she skipped her cousin's birthday party to come to the show?
1: Absolutely.
0: So she said, after I left the show and got home, I received a text from my cousin saying how hurt she was that I did not call her or spend time with her on her birthday. And I responded, girl, I spoke to you on Facebook. (laughs) The next day, I got a call from her older brother who said she had been crying because she had not spent time with me or heard my voice. I called her and told her that don't nobody care about her damn birthday's. You need to call your nigga up and spend time with him. I'm done with her, and it was great to see you guys at the live show. So, not exactly a happy ending. It was more of a fuck that bitch. Um, And honestly, I can't say I entirely blame you. Like, that was stank, but hopefully one day y'all can talk about it and, and move on. Be happy again.
1: What did she do again?
0: I just sat here and asked you, did you remember this girl?
1: Oh, yeah, the whole thing.
0: Okay, I'm not. You make me so sick. So this first question comes from somebody um, and it's called bitch of a mother-in-law. So <laughs> she wants us, I guess, to determine whether her mother-in-law is a terrible person. So this email comes from uh, Rosette and Rosette says, my daughter recently turned. you still chucking them peas, Rosette? <laughs> Why do you always? Uh, okay. No, I'm good. Um, so where was I? Damn it.
1: Rosette wrote a letter about mamas.
0: My daughter okay, so my daughter recently turned one and we celebrated her birthday at a family Your mama is one. Oh my God. How much alcohol did you have? She said, My daughter recently turned one. Are you fucking joking? Whose mama is one? (laughs) What? We celebrated her birthday at a family friend's house and it was great. However, what wasn't great was that her grandmother, a.k.a. my mother-in-law, did not come because we decided we didn't want to have the party at her home. <laughs> <laughs> she knew about the party months in advance. Her party was on Saturday, and that Thursday when I texted her, she asked when we, when we would be leaving because she would be out of town. And if we didn't have anything going on that weekend, she would see us Sunday. My husband got pissed that she was going to be out of town for the baby's birthday party. We sent out invitations via Facebook to our family and friends. And she also did not reply to that and told him via text that everybody doesn't have Facebook and we could just have the party at a friend's house on Saturday and then at her house on Sunday for family. I was hoping that she was just she felt away about this birthday party. OK, I was hoping that she was just kidding and would attend the baby's party anyway fast forward to now and she texts us saying that she knows we're mad at her but she went to a jazz festival out of a state that weekend and I am completely over the situation at this point I know she misses her granddaughter and I want to just send her pics because I know she loves to get them but my husband says not to talk to her and stay out of it completely because he is pretty much done with her ass right now I'm working on not holding grudges and moving forward. And hell, I also want a babysitter when we come into town. So my question is, should I do as my husband says and stay out of it? Or should I still contact her to tell her how I feel and make peace? Thanks a lot. And I love you guys.
1: So, uh, mm, what do you think?
0: So I understand not wanting any conflict between your mother-in-law. And even if she was totally in the wrong Just kind of being like, well, fuck it. You know, I just want to get over it because I'm not trying to argue with your ass. I mean. But that's still your husband's mama. Right. So when it comes to her, I think you need to defer to his feelings. Just like if it was your mama, he would need to respect yours. Like, I get that you just want it to be over with. And, you know, nobody wants to argue with family, especially chosen family. Like, I get it, girl. But. That is your man's mama. So if he's like, look, we not talking to that bitch, then y'all just not talking to her.
1: And hello and leave me on out of it until <laughs> you guys figure it out. Right.
0: So then that w- that's, so then what I would say to my husband is, okay, that's nice. So what I suggest you do then is sit down with your mama and tell her exactly what the problem is because I don't want to be in the middle of it. Don't, you know, like your mama has my number. She's still family. She's contacting me about this. I understand you mad, but you need to make the effort to talk it to her and resolve it then. for me.
1: Right. And so as you your spouse please respect that it is awkward for me then and do something about this this is these are my feelings what is it that we can do about that. And if he's just mmm, beat on my chest. Fuck my mama. <laughs> right. Whatever. If that's it, then leave it be. That's not your mother. That's his mother. And just ask him to kindly respect the fact that you would like to be left the smooth fuck out of it then <laughs> so that you can just be somebody's mama and they can among themselves. Because regardless of how you treat that situation, it's going to be way more complicated for you than it will be for him because you're not her child.
0: And do you want to be on good terms with your mother-in-law and shitty terms with your husband? You didn't marry your mother-in-law your loyalty does not lie with your mother that's
1: what i was gonna say from jump is that well girl you go out to essence fest (laughs) or go out to jazz in the park or whatever the fuck it is if you want to but girl this is my baby anyway so it doesn't make a difference no i'm not gonna have 13 parties for the baby because you want to be out on her first birthday weekend like nah, like like, i'm good (laughs) this is my child
0: yeah i see why your husband is annoyed with her because it seems like she was like she skipped the party really to be petty because it wasn't in her house which is ridiculous but again if you don't want to be in the middle of it and you just want it to be over with absolutely let him handle it but then you know also make him handle it don't have him you know you being running in between the two of them like that's not fair to you either so right good luck to you our next letter comes from gh all right and it says (laughs) i don't know why Sure. i've been with my boyfriend for the past three years and my family and friends adore him when my friends invite me to do things, they automatically know that he'll be along for the ride. However, my boyfriend's been working late lately, and my friends will invite oh, me. has he? Don't do
1: this. I saw you can play that game.
0: And my friends will invite me out to do different things now without him. When I tell my boyfriend, he sometimes gets sensitive as if they're trying to exclude him when that's not the case. Then he gets an attitude with me like I'm the one who made the plans in the first place. I have a hard time understanding what the issue is since they're my friends and they may not always want to hang out with him anyway. And if he's mad that we aren't doing the same social activities, why doesn't he ever try planning anything? Are his feelings valid and how would you handle this if you were in this situation?
1: So Trade is upset because he's not getting invited to the jam. The to
0: the friend kickbacks, yeah.
1: With this person's friends. Right.
0: I mean, and they've been together for three years, so it's not like this is some brand new relationship. But he's is, been, is, lately, he's not been invited to all the reindeer games.
1: Is good a man or a woman?
0: Uh, good doesn't say. So. But I'm going to assume a man.
1: I don't know why. I guess it doesn't make a difference. But either way, maybe it's Gigi Hadid.
0: All right. Why?
1: Or like Gregory Hines.
0: Or maybe, uh, no, I just have no idea. But I doubt that's it. Um, At first, I thought it was C-H. But that's sugar. And that's C and H. So never mind.
1: This... <laughs> I've said this 5,000 times on this show before. I don't even understand why y'all be wanting to be so click-click buddy-buddy with your significant other's friends anyway. That's why you should have your own individual independent-ass motherfucking friends. Like, I don't... (laughs) You know, where the fuck are y'all going that he has to be to candy-fucking-land? Y'all just be taking, like, weekly trips out to backstage at six flags or what the fuck are you doing that he's just that pissed that he doesn't get invited to nigga like you're at work i'm not gonna sit at home and crochet while you're working when i could be hanging out with my yeah i don't get why he's so under
0: not understanding about that like it's not like i'm ditching you or they're being like hey don't bring your nigga around no more like you just have to work. It would be different if they were like deliberately leaving you out. But if you have to work when everybody else is kicking it, then why are you mad at your so boy, at your man for that?
1: You want me to not hang out with my friends because you're at work? <laughs>
0: The friends I have, the friends I had before I was with you, I should stop hanging out with them alone when you're unavailable. Like Are you what? out
1: of your damn mind? I mean, like, are these
0: are these your friends or do they all fuck around like also be honest with yourself. Is, a you bunch of, is first it first a bunch first of slut ass, hoe ass friends and every time y'all get together somebody is sucking a dick? Like is it something I like just, that? I just
1: there is there's something missing that I'm not understanding.
0: Because if it's a regular friendship thing, then this really doesn't make any sense. He can't be mad at you for hanging out with your friends without him. That's he has crazy. to have
1: friends of his own. Does he not have friends of his own that he can like plan time around and things like that? I guess it's valid um, for him to feel like, oh, left out of the soiree or whatever. But nigga, you just have an inconvenience schedule as of right now. So what that means is if you want to be a part of the jam, throw one. Make one or, or, or plan something according to your schedule so that we can all do that that's all you have to do you don't have to be one of these people who's gonna be bitching and moaning for, for weeks and weeks on end about how your friends don't love you because we never get to see you even Where though you I work invite? 27 hour goddamn days like bitch <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to do about it like our schedules are just off it doesn't mean that I hate you and then I text the Illuminati to take your ass out like God what do you want from me well, do you
0: expect everybody else to just
1: cancel their life and wait for you to be
0: available who do you think you
1: are you want me to just sit at home and color until you have, a f- like, free time?
0: Ain't nobody going to sit around and adjust their social calendar according to your boyfriend's availability. So if I were you, I would let him know, listen, I understand that maybe you're feeling a little hurt or a little left out, but it's absolutely nothing personal. And I'm going to kick it with my friends as much as I want to. Like, it just is what it Be is. Be mature
1: and say, listen, I miss y'all or I miss hanging out with y'all. And this is when I'm free again. Can we do something?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: That is it.
0: All right. So send your questions to gmail.com and let's take a short break.
1: Hey, guys. This episode is also being brought to you by audible are great friends over there with an amazing place for amazing audiobooks. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from and every single category that you can possibly imagine. I think I briefly mentioned the four agreements randomly in today's episode. You, if did. you have not read it yet. Please read it. It is so very, 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 very good. And they've also got another book on the air by the same author called uh, the Mastery of Love. They've got Amy Poehler's Yes, Please, which I love. They've got Game of Thrones, The Hobbit, Fahrenheit 451. Is that how you say that? Uh- <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but either way, they've yeah. got amazing books. Check it out.
0: Yeah, so all you have to do is go to audiblepodcast.com slash read for your three, sorry, free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you own your books. And they have free apps for the iPhone, Android, and Windows phone. They have WhisperSync technology so you can bounce back and forth between the audiobook and the ebook without losing your place. There are so many dope features at Audible. And with their great listen guarantee, you can exchange any book that you aren't happy with for another title at any time. No questions asked. So again, go to audiblepodcast.com slash READ for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. We know you're going to love it. And now let's move
1: on. Also, this episode is being brought to you guys by Tristan Walker and the great folks over at Bevel. The first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Four out of five men report reduced Razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. That's like the most important thing to me. Up to 80% of black men and women struggle with the razor bumps, or as I call them, tailor bumps. And with the bevel, you don't even have to worry about that. It uses a single blade that cuts right above the skin with less irritation. It's designed from the ground up to give a smooth, Bump Free Shave with its end-to-end shaving system, including a pre-shave oil, a badger brush, which I stand for, mm-hmm. safety razor, blades, cream, and a cooling stirring bomb that makes your face feel like Christmas.
0: And the packaging is super nice. It comes in a great container and it looks so fantastic. So it's great for a gift. If there's um, a birthday or anniversary or something else special coming up for the guy in your life or anybody who needs a great shave, then head on over to getbevel.com and use code THEREED for 20% off your first month. It's time to shave smarter and sexier with Bevel and the Reed. And now let's finish the show.
1: So we're back and it's time for the read now.
0: It is. Do you want me to go first or do you No, I
1: don't. I'm gonna go first because I have no idea what you're gonna say, but I know it's gonna be great. No, you you don't know that. I'm actually
0: dealing dealing with a little tonsillitis right now, so I'm not really firing on all cylinders, but you know I'm here and I do have a word, so Great.
1: So (laughs) I just want to very briefly, I just wanna say that um it kind of annoys me when I'm talking about. Mm, let me attack this a different way. Okay. We're at a, a, a definite, we're definitely in an era as Americans uh, that is very, very tense, uh, racially and otherwise. Everybody is super sensitive and ready to write a think piece at any moment. And, you know, that's a good thing. And, you know, I guess you call it a gift and a curse um, because it's very, very great that people are aware and you have people that are listening and trying to pay close attention to things. Um, and then I think you just, the dark side of that is that you have a few people that just be ready to sound off at nothing for whatever the fuck reason, just to seem, you know, like a, a fighter or a social justice warrior or whatever. So, the thing for me is that it's difficult to carry the weight of these events around all day, every day. Like, every damn near 24 hours at this point, there's a new hashtag, a new name of some black man or woman that has been murdered or killed just for being black. And it's... A lot of times it's just, it's too much. Like, I know there are a lot of you who are ready and willing to immediately start hashtagging and immediately hit the pavement. And I commend that. For me, sometimes I see these stories and I'm like, I'm going to close my MacBook and I'm going to eat something red velvet and watch something funny to just take my mind off of this because it's too much. Like, sometimes it's Mm -hmm. just too much to handle at one time. So... I say all that to say that I want for you all to understand that in moments when we may be tweeting about how ridiculous Mimi Faust is or in moments where we may be laughing at Meek Mill or talking about Raven Simone's hair, don't think super woke people that somehow we have forgotten about Sandra Bland or Tamir Rice or Mike Brown or Eric Garner or every single name because we could go on for ever and ever and ever. Like, what I'm saying is it kind of frustrates and agitates me when I could just be firing off jokes on social media or whatever and you have people who are like, man, this is all a distraction and we need to be talking about the issues and... How can you be talking about OVO Fest at a time like this because, you know, this person just died. And it's like, I've said on Twitter before, just because you tweet about something doesn't mean you give a fuck about it. And just because you don't tweet about something doesn't mean that you don't give a fuck about it. So don't insult me and like my love and concern my self-love and my concern for not only the black community but for us as a people and as Americans and like my concern for society in general don't insult that by saying because I'm tweeting about loving hip-hop that I don't give a fuck or that you know we're being distracted now don't get me wrong I do believe That white America and white media, they definitely place little distractions Mm -hmm. in the air for us to, you know, to take us away from the issues at hand or draw attention away from, you know, real ass things. I feel like Rachel Dolezal is one of those uh, situations, those distractions. I feel like Donald Trump running for president is a huge fucking distraction. Like there are things that I personally feel are distractions. Meek Mill and Drake going at each other and having one of the most entertaining hilarious beefs that I've seen in a long ass time. Does it it's not a distraction to me. It's some sh- ignorant shit that's just happening and I should be able to laugh at that even if it's just taking my how you know it's not taking my mind off the fucking issues like I can't be personally one of those people that is Tweeting about it all day every day. I thank God for the people who definitely have the strength and the emotional stability to be mm. able to do that. I personally can. Can't. Even outside of racism, anything in my life that I feel like that's a part of the reason why I do what I do now is because I've always treated anxiety and depression with comedy. Like I've always been like, No, nope, I don't feel good. I'm gonna watch something funny. Or no, nope, I don't feel good. I'm gonna like tell a joke or listen to a joke or whatever. So well, what I'm saying is, don't think that by me making a joke about something that you deem irrelevant or a distraction, that I somehow have forgotten about all of the innocent black lives. Um, that are being taken in this country because it's insulting and it's stupid. And don't police me and what the fuck I'm tweeting. Like a lot of you girls are out here tweeting incorrect statistics and quotes and doing all this shit because you want somebody to think that you're Netta or Duray and you just ain't. And that's fine. You know them saying, what I'm saying? I'm not going you? to shit on you. Don't for, do I'm not going to shit on you for trying or for at least being a voice out here that is attempting to spread positivity mm-hmm. but don't try and come for me because i just want to watch a different world today like i'm still gonna come out here on the read or wherever else i'm always going to use my platform when i'm ready or when i've read what i need to read and have i feel the right amount in, of information to discuss those things that's what i'm going to do it mm-hmm. let me do me girl i can't be sad 24 7 i absorb those emotions like I don't even know how we still talk about race all the time on this show. Like, there's been so many times where we've come in here and been like, can we just go home? (laughs) Because I I know that people are expecting us to talk about this. I know that people want for us to discuss this stuff. And I'm ready and willing to do all of those things. And I'm gonna. I'm not planning on stopping any of that shit. But, girl, calm down. It's heavy. You know, let people have their time.
0: Let people take a break. Let people escape from that. Nobody wants to be mired in in misery and sad news twenty four seven. You deserve
1: because essentially we're as a community grieving, right? Every and day people deal with grief in different ways. My way of grieving is to laugh. Like, I find the quickest way to bust out laughing to distract me from the fact that I am sad or hurting or whatever. And that's always been the way that it is. And I'm sick and tired of niggas telling me that I'm being distracted or that I don't give a fuck about the issues because I said that Jessica Piece's wig is fucking ridiculous (laughs) and she has six (laughs) elbows or six underarms. She has a whole but they say it's the bra. It is. But it's she's her, got like it's too small. five armpits. She's
0: squeezing herself into them. Clothes. You're not fat. Not for what you. are you doing? It's, girl? it's okay though. Just you don't buy five the to six. Like you're not I don't get it. You're not even a big girl. Why are you doing this to yourself? Anyway.
1: So yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> well, I understand. You should be allowed to get on Twitter and say whatever you want to. Like I get that there's always a new issue and a new hashtag, unfortunately, but sometimes people just need a break.
1: Like And my timeline I just brought back. By the way, I had my timeline deleted from like every single... Because I don't use Twitter for web or phone. I don't even believe in that shit. I've always used like a third party thing. and oh, most like an of app. them, Yeah. Most <laughs> of them allow you to delete your timeline altogether. So I haven't even... I've really only been on Twitter tweeting and having conversations with people that are talking to me so (laughs) i'm not even out here like that because a lot of time i can't even deal i just recently brought my timeline back but you ain't gonna tell me that i can't make fun of stevie J's crazy ass like i'm still gonna talk about the actual issues girl give me a break damn
0: all right amen well for my read this week it really could have been a lot of different people just just because a lot of different companies have get, been getting on my nerves. And honestly, it was almost Kelly Osbourne for that Latina shit.
1: She really... <laughs> she, Kelly fucked up. Words mean she, things, Kelly.
0: They, they just mean things, girl. That's the lesson
1: there. That's the lesson.
0: A whole lot of different media outlets got on my nerves. The New Yorker and that profile they did on Darren Wilson. The New York Times and how they said, Oh, 10 years after Katrina, New Orleans has better food than ever. Like, y'all just could not be more... But this week, I have to cuss out the good white bitches at WeDad. Do you know what WeDad is? You probably don't.
1: I feel It sounds familiar. It's
0: not. a um, company that makes hair products, I believe, exclusively for people with curly hair. I've tried them, and I found them unremarkable. So I just didn't use them again. I haven't heard about them since. Like, I don't pay them too much attention. But the other day, they pulled a move that, like, it really makes me feel like they hired Rachel Dolezal or... Maybe they consulted her on this. I don't know. And I don't know if you've seen this or not, but they put up a guide on their website for, like, how to treat curly hair. And they had a picture of, like, normal and then frizzy and brittle and, like, color damage and all this. And the normal girl was this white woman with this cascade of half curly half straight hair and then all the girls with fucked up hair were black girls with different degrees of like kinkiness so it's one white bitch at the top and she's called normal and then the other three are different variations of fucked up and they're all black girls so and this is not even though this is like incredibly shitty of them this is not even the worst part of the story so first of all I don't understand why y'all seem to think that normal curly hair is suppo- supposed to look like any one thing what the fuck is normal curly hair why would you put up a white girl with cl- curls that have clearly been created by like a curling iron or destroyed by a flat iron What are the fucking other why would you put that up next to three black women wearing their natural hair and call one normal and the other three fucked up like at the very kindest that's being culturally insensitive but what it looks like is just stone cold fucking racism because the bitch y'all put up did not have it wasn't no fucking that little redhead girl it wasn't no shirley temple it wasn't no beautiful curls and no shit like that it was some heat damage bullshit that anybody else would have said sweetie you need a deep conditioner and a big ass trim because your bitch you need to do something with your fucking hair because it looks a goddamn mess if the goal is to look like k michelle has been chewing on my fucking scalp then bitch congratulations but as for me I won't be choosing that shit for myself I don't want to look like that ugly ass bitch that's not beachy waves that's not no messy ass bedhead it's not none of these cute co-words y'all used to talk about your fucking damaged ass hair it is fucked up and ugly and all you bitches need a haircut all three of them black girls look like they had way healthier hair than what that white girl's hair was looking like and furthermore you cannot tell me that looking at those photos what you really believe is that they need to get on that white girl's level like just make sure you google it if you haven't seen it google the weed ad it's o u i d a d and look at this fucking photo set because it's unreal that they picked these black women with like this natural hair and then like oh it's frizzy oh it's dry bitch ain't nothing free frizzy or dry about this shit you just don't know what the fuck you talking about why are you inserting your white ass nose into black ass business you don't know our fucking hair clearly because if you did you why wouldn't have written compare- something that fucking tone deaf
1: why even compare white curls to black curls when they're completely different types and textures what? of hair that, because like, you white and, because and you're white and ridiculous
0: so of course natural hair twitter saw this and they were not having it they never do they always come for the bullshit whenever it comes out and now we dad is scrambling and copy and pasting the same bullshit response to everybody on email and instagram and they came out and said We've been fighting for curly hair for 30 years, and all curls matter, and we're just out here trying to advance the curly revolution, and please bear with us if we happen to hurt your feelings, but we just want you to know that we're here for all curly hair, and it's just a curly hair issue, and curly hair, curly hair, okay, but girl, how are you missing the fucking point this hard? Y'all are missing the point just as hard as the white supremacists who turn around and scream all lives matter do when we are screaming about black lives. We're not talking to you about fucking all curls right now, bitch. We're talking to you about your stupid-ass social media interns, your stupid-ass publishers, whoever the fuck edited that shit, whoever the fuck put that together. We're talking about the fact that you bitches were blatantly motherfucking racist, putting a white girl up like she's the fucking prototype and expecting black women to adjust their hair to look like hers. That was some straight-up fucking bullshit. It, it's no justification. Like... I I don't understand how if you fighting for curly girls and you all for curly hair, how the fuck do y'all not have any black women with curly hair working for you? Because any black woman would have seen that shit and said, let me tell you crackers exactly where you have it fucked up, sweetie, because it's right here. Exhibit A, B, C and D. This is where you got us fucked up. The problem is that you singled out black hair as being inherently fucked up. Like the way it grows from my scalp is just wrong. And we need whatever white bullshit you bitches done concocted or throw from one of us and watered down into some bullshit. We need that to put on our hair so we can look like this fucked up ass white bitch. No. Fuck your all curls matter just like fuck your all lives matter. You bitches do not get to sit up here and act like it's something wrong with black people and the only way to fix it is to act like you. We don't have to and that's we don't have to do the shit you do. We don't have to be like you. We don't have to look like you, use the same terms as you, speak like you, dress like you to be worthy of respect. You didn't have to sit up there and dis respect them black women and their beautiful natural hair you did by comparing them to that ugly ass pale ass stupid ass bitch and that's all i have to say to you hoes on today okay so that's my read for this week and that wraps up the read for this week make sure you follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at this is the read and check out our website this is the read.com for links to every episode and details on who's been on the show and where we'll be next and all those fun things speaking of where we'll be next TheReadLive.com for tickets to all of our upcoming live shows. Shout out to Atlanta. Just sold out a couple days ago.
1: Yeah, Atlanta sold out. Chicago is, no. Chicago. That's not right. Atlanta, <laughs> D.C. is sold out. Oh,
0: why are you doing this to people? <laughs>
1: um, and um, yeah, London. London, and I know St. Louis, Charlotte. So, yeah, go on TheReadLive.com and check it out um shout out to everybody who says that my mic needs to be turned up or that i need to speak louder or whatever i'm never gonna do it so there it is okay
0: well that was nice Um, (laughs) what what motivated you to say that right then because
1: every single week someone's always like oh turn your mic up or why don't you speak closer to the microphone or whatever i've spoken like this on this show for like two and a half years i'm super sorry if it doesn't like if there's i don't know like what else i'm not sure what it is that i'm doing that prevents people from hearing it. Because I know that I speak away from the mic a lot of times like this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm talking to you. Yeah. So, like, sometimes <laughs> this big microphone in my face is in my way. I forget that I'm doing a show. And I'm talking yeah. to you. Or I look down. Or the tone of my voice. I don't know. Whatever. It's just a part of me. Here it is. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you drop know. your voice a lot when speaking. Just like in regular everyday But that's life. just
1: naturally how I speak. I know. I can't, you know. But... You know, from now on, I'll just talk like this the whole time for the every single show for an hour and a half or however oh long Lord. we do this. All I'll right. just speak like this. Okay. I'm going to change my natural my natural speaking voice like this. You know, and in loving memory of Meek Mill, I'm just going to talk like this for the rest of <laughs> my right. career. All this right. is the volume that I live at now. Do we have any other
0: announcements this week? I'm so sick of your ass. I think that's it for me. I'm not sure. I don't think I have anything else. Um, so what about you? Any announcements or an acronym this week?
1: Um, Drake. Mm, I guess that would. That's not how you do it.
0: <laughs> you should just try it again, and I'll, that way I'll have the first one.
1: A D P.
0: Aubrey does porn.
1: It's like you go for the one that you would know isn't right because you like you. I'm just
0: going with the first thing that pops into my head.
1: Aubrey doesn't play.
0: Oh, damn. Oh, I didn't think that through.
1: Aubrey is like that girl on Teen not Teen Mom on Super Sweet 16. That little mixed girl who was like, do you want me to beat you in front, up in front of all of these people <laughs> again, Maggie? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Because I will beat your ass. <laughs> like, Wait, that the is, one who threw a fit about going to Dunkin' Donuts and, like,
0: made her mama get her a culottes or some shit? I don't remember what? all
1: that. All I remember is that her mama was white and that she cussed out this white girl who didn't get an invitation and was talking about I'll kick your ass in front of all these people again. That show and used And then her mama the best was drunk worst. at the party <laughs> dancing with, like, half of a fucking oh, mannequin or something.
0: Good, good night. Trash. All right. All right. So that wraps up another episode of The Read, and we will see y'all next week. Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain again that's squarespace.com read let them know Kip and Crystal sent you